wrong way. It's only actually it's less. Oh. I'm, I'm back. Oh, you're here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll shut this down. Cool. That's welcome to my world by Elvis. It was just in case because I said five to seven minutes and I cut it short. <laughs> I ripped off people on the break time. Sorry, guys. Let's move along to Dr. Dave. Okay. Well, the Power Star concept was developed in 2015. At the time, I I said that it was uh, so new it's scarcely noticed and so old it's almost forgotten. Uh, since then, uh, four patents, both U.S. and uh, Japanese, have been awarded with top ratings. Also, since then, we became aware that uh, the Power Star is also a potent weapon. Uh, and uh, you know, returning uh, to its uh, application as a solar power satellite, uh, we find that uh, Power Star is capable of performance that uh, outshines all previous SPS concepts. Um, for example, uh, previous, uh, previous work involves gigantic complex articulated structures contains numerous, perhaps thousands of moving parts, requires uh, numerous launches, requires on-orbit fabrication and construction, usually robotic, involves serious dynamic stability issues, whereas Power Star combine, combines this uh, very new and very old technologies to obtain the simplest possible structure no moving parts except electrons and photons, one launch vehicle, uh, a one kilometer system can fit into several existing vehicles. And scales. And uh, no on-orbit construction and inherent dynamic stability and robustness. So these uh, abilities uh, come from a contribution a combination of new and old technologies, as I said. Um, the, you know, Power Star operation is an emergent property that guarantees self-defense capability. Uh, on the left hand, I, I, uh, I list uh, the various component technologies. For example, uh, People have developed uh, flexible membranes. People have printed uh, solar cells uh, on flexible membranes, uh, uh, including uh, uh, not just solar cells, but uh, uh, microwave patch antennas, uh, and, and certainly electronics. And uh, in many cases, uh, uh, combinations of these devices have been uh, uh, successfully uh, uh, printed on, on uh, 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 you know, simple uh, 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 surfaces. And so, uh, and of course, also we, we include the ECHO2 technology. Now, so the, the uniqueness of PowerStar is not due to its component technologies, it's, it's due to how they were combined, or are combined, I should say. And uh, so the operation of PowerStar is the emergent effect of numerous simple elements acting individually. And this produces enormous self uh, defense capability. I might remark that the, the Japanese ha have uh, uh, some, uh, uh, well, uh, reluctance to uh, to to uh, grant patents uh, by uh, uh, foreign nationals. Mm -hmm. And the, the Japanese uh, 
first criticized uh, uh, the, the idea, saying that uh, all the all of the uh, component technologies exist, and so there was nothing new here. But uh, we uh, stood our ground and, and uh, convinced them that uh, uh, this uh, patent was so compelling because of the emergent properties. And let's see, first I could uh, uh, discuss uh, the, uh, the kind of fabric that uh, is uh, the, the setup here. You know, we considered uh, more details on this printed sandwich kind of uh, stuff. The, the upper uh, the upper scheme here is uh, an early design. Uh, it's an arrangement with the, with the, where the solar cells and patch antennas do not overlap on the surface. Consequently, one needs a randomized pattern uh, to avoid grading lobes. However, uh, a more sophisticated design is to use optically transparent antennas so that both solar cells and transmitters each occupy the whole surface. This increases the, collect the collectible power fourfold. Next one. Uh, hmm? Pardon me? Next one. Oh, well, okay. Very well. Very well. The giant speaker. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, the, the history here is that... Uh, Echo One was uh, uh, attempted a launch in, in 1960, but the launch failed. But the same year, Echo One A uh, uh, success, successfully uh, uh, got to the uh, required orbit and uh, and operated for eight years. And finally, Echo Two. Uh, went from uh, January 1964 to June 1969 when, when it was decommissioned. Um, you know, here, here's Echo 2 on the right. Uh, that is 41.1 uh, uh, meters in diameter. Uh, it's made of, uh, of uh, 12.7 micron uh, mylar film coated with uh, a thin layer of aluminum. Uh, and um, uh, on the lower left, not so What are you doing? <laughs> I thought you were done with describing it. No, 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 not, not so fast. <laughs> okay. Um, see, the, the, the special idea here is that uh, you, you, they, they uh, invented uh, uh, folding, very clever folding techniques. Uh, so that uh, you could uh, minimize the stowed the stowed volume in a uh, in a rocket, and uh, then uh, the idea is on the upper upper left here uh, that uh, the entire balloon uh, uh, could be fit into a uh, rather small uh, spherical uh, canister, and. Uh, and now let uh, turn the page. Okay, thank you. Ta-da, snaky. So this is the the four the four step in the uh, in in the uh, operation. Uh, first, you get to uh, geosynchronous uh, geo geostationary orbit. Uh, the canister pops open. Uh, it kicks out the uh, the. Uh, the, the uh, un, un, uninflated balloon, it sort of comes out uh, uh, like a party snake, you might say. And uh, the interior of the balloon has a has this inner coating of a sublimating powder. And when that uh, when that feels the warmth of the sun, uh, that uh, that sparks the uh, inflation uh, stage. Okay, next up, next slide. 
quick. And uh, we, uh, yeah, we 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 ad ad adapt adopt uh, the uh, improved technology of Echo Two, uh, and that that involves uh, so-called pillows containing sublimating powder, and they're uh, flattened against the interior surface. Uh, when exposed to the sun, uh, the the heat of the sun, rather, the pillows inflate and vent gas through these tiny perforations in their surface. And, and this prevents the gas from getting trapped in pockets and producing deleterious stress concentrations. And the power star as an echo too, the metallic grid is embedded in the skin designed to yield at the inflation pressure. The yielded grid rigidifies the structure and mitigates debris damage. Then one of the pillows is ruptured, evacuating the balloon. So the, the, the final uh, stage of Power Star is, is it's a rigidified empty shell. Hooray. And okay. we can evolve that technology even more and more and more as we go along. And this is it put together. Oh, yes. Yeah, so this is what, what is put together. So on the lower uh, <clears throat> right, you see that uh, when the when the solar cells uh, and uh, uh, patch antennas are are, are not overlapping, uh, you you have a random tessellation to prevent grating lobes. But uh, uh, in the more sophisticated design that I, I mentioned, uh, a, uh, uh, the, the, the basic uh, uh, configuration is that uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the solar cells, the uh, uh, transceivers in the interior surface, and uh, uh, the uh, patch antennas uh, are uh, constitute uh, a, uh, a a standalone sandwich. So, in the in the more uh, interesting configuration, you you basically have uh, these packages that uh, are. Uh, uh, they're, they're basically modules that don't talk to each other. They just do their own thing. And uh, so, uh, as I said, uh, in each patch antenna, you, you have the, the property that the local analog circuit receives beacon information. So what I'm talking about here is that the, the rectennas on the ground uh, uh, send a low power beacon, uh, also known as a, simply a pilot beacon. And uh, the, the power is then transmitted to the ground uh, via retrodirective power transmission, which we'll, we'll uh, try to explain here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, and by the way, it might seem reasonable that uh, the right model for a power star is a, a radar, <laughs> in other words, an isotropic radiator. But uh, if this were the case, almost all microwave energy would, would escape to space. Yet the power star has a superb antenna gain. So what's the answer? Well, go ahead. Next, one. Next slide. Yeah, so what we're talking about is a low power beacon or pilot beacon is centered at the rectina and it irradiates the power star. And simultaneously, each small patch antenna printed on the surface does the following. It receives the, bacon, the, the beacon signal, it amplifies it, 
and uses a simple analog circuit to conjugate the phase. And that uh, then it, it transmits the signal back in the direction from which it came. So each little module uh, is like a, a corner cube. Uh, and uh, the uh, amplified signal now, uh, it, it's, it behaves as if it's uh, 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 propagating backwards in time. <laughs> and when it reaches the, the rectenna again, uh, it replicates exactly the waveform that uh, uh, that, that the uh, pilot beacon uh, sent out. And that is how we close the circuit, okay? Mm -hmm. And so we can... Uh, uh, So, so everything is again a a, uh, a matter of uh, the collective action of these these separate modules. Typically, they don't talk to each other. There's no there's no com complicated uh, uh, algorithms. So they're not applications. Like hmm? so, so they're not like Christmas lights. If you take one out, they all shut off. No. Or... <laughs> so you could take oh. one out. In the, degree or something, and us, the rest of them still work independently. Well, that's right. And uh, uh, yes, because they are basically independent corner cubes, <laughs> uh, you, you could actually fragment a, a power star and it, oh, would still, oh, it would still operate at some level. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's turn the page. Yeah, you have a better slide on that one coming up after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, of course, the, the big advantage here for uh, uh, for solar power, uh, space solar power, really, is the fact uh, that we we have a uh, attenuation chasm. D denoted by the uh, big uh, arrow there on the, on the top left. And, um, you know, the rate of energy in in intercepted by one square meter at normal incidence in space is, is uh, at, uh, which is at uh, 1 AU from the sun, is roughly 1367 watts per square meter. Um, and this uh, really means that you can collect... Uh, uh, tw 12 uh, uh, milliwatt hours in a year in space. And uh, if we look at the uh, the uh, the effects of uh, atmosphere and average incl inclination plus day-night uh, uh, indices, the net attenuation uh, is uh, uh, roughly 0.15 to 0.07. So, you know, collecting space, collecting solar power in space, if you can do it, could be much more dependable and efficient. Now, all that said. Next one. Next one, yeah. Independence again, same thing. And so You're yeah, the, everything you just the, said. The summary, yeah, the summary here, of course, is uh, the unique features are that the surface membrane uh, value that matters. It, it's all what, what we need is the surface. <laughs> right. No additional hardware for transmission or manipulation. Structure is extremely simple, and can fit into many launch vehicle payload envelopes. <clears throat> You can gather solar power from any angle, as we'll see in just a minute, and beam powered in any direction. It has no, no moving parts. It cannot only approximate any des desired field distribution of the ground. It requires no in-space assembly or construction. No structure uh, control feedback of any kind, so the system is guaranteed dynamically stable. <laughs> And the operation of the phased array 
uh, is adaptive so that even if severely damaged, the system can retain some level of useful performance. Okay, next one. And here's, a, here's an explanation of uh, a retrodirective uh, transmission. And uh, this shows you a, a little uh, sort of two-dimensional uh, uh, example or calculation or simulation, I should say. And let's say that uh, the uh, the blue, the light blue is is the uh, cross section of uh, a power star. And in the simulation, each pixel that is uh, on the spherical surface uh, is uh, is a uh, effectively a corner cube. In other words, it's it's actually uh, it's actually doing uh, phase conjugation. So e each little pixel here is an independent uh, algorithm that uh, takes the uh, the incoming uh, radiation from beacons and uh, and changes its phase so that it acts as if it's a, a corner cube. And let's say that we uh, this this vertical line here is is the ground, and uh, we we set up uh, uh, three three. Uh, uh, beacons, and we're we're allowing them to uh, we, we turn on the beacons, and you can see the wave fronts uh, 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 coming out uh, of of them, and uh, so so we have these three point sources representing the beacons, and we let this uh, like the power uh, in the ground. Yeah, we 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 let them uh, 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 the the wave fronts uh, reach the power star, okay, and uh, so each antenna now acts by itself. Uh, next next slide. Trying to. Next slide. <laughs> Little difficulty there. Yeah. Uh, and then we uh, uh, just for simplicity and so on, we turn we turn off the beacons, okay. And then what happens uh, now is that uh, the corner cubes now uh, send these wave fronts uh, out right back at the uh, the beacons from the power station to the power station. Yes. And, and you can see that uh, on the ground, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the wave fronts now are are concentrated oh, precisely at those beacons. Yep. At the rectangles. Awesome. So it's very nice. A very, very nice thing. That's that's the key to everything. Yeah, that's right. Now we we also have a. A way of uh, uh, localized power distribution, such that uh, uh, it doesn't matter what is the uh, angle between the beacon radiation and the solar radiation. Okay, and uh, it's based on a very simple algorithm that uh, involves uh, uh, just uh, four. Uh, for sectors of the of the surface of the balloon, okay. My initial. Um, that's right. So, so S S B here is where you you are, are eliminated. You're, you're illuminated by both sun and beacon, mm -hmm. and then that that simply uh, uh, tells the uh, uh, tells the uh, the uh, microwave antennas uh, to uh, uh, take that uh, take that beacon radiation amplify it and send it back 
Okay. Right. Now, SB tilde is where your your exterior surface is uh, illuminated by the sun, but but no beacon. And so, in this case, the external solar arrays power send power to the local internal receiver transmitters or, or transceivers, shall we say. And they transmit power to the internal receiver transmitters in sector S tilde B. Now, when, the, when this gets to the interior of S tilde B, the exterior surface is exposed to the beacon, but not the sun. And what happens is that the exterior transmitters are powered by the local interior transceivers. Okay, that receive their power from SB tilde. And finally, if, uh, if everything is dark on this surface, it does nothing. Go back. You can see, you can see that basically what we've done is taken the, uh, the beam of solar radiation and, uh, and rotated it in, in the correct position. Right? Right on. Okay. So as a, a summary of the power distribution, it, each antenna transmits only if the, the beacon's radiation is received. Each transmitting antenna draws power from solar cells in its immediate vicinity with a, just a few centimeters or through the thickness of the skin from receivers on the inner surface of the skin. And... Uh, that distance is more like uh, uh, 10 or 20 microns, okay? Mm -hmm. So the power transmission through the skin traverses a very very short uh, uh, distance. Uh, each transmitter receives just a few watts. So you, you have no high voltages and no large cables. Yeah. Uh, the power distribution is to each antenna is local. There's there's no need for a complex power management system. Uh, and of course, the low the low voltages mean that uh, you uh, you don't have a uh, a difficult thermal situation. Okay. And then you know the strictly local architecture means that robustness against partial damage is is enormous it's it's crazy you you can uh, you can you know destroy the hell out of the surface and and uh, the rest of the balloon will It'll will will still will still work still working baby yeah woohoo two now we see stacks. you know we see uh in this case uh uh the uh it's a chart for the, the case of the transparent antennas, and uh, for, for the for the power transmitted to the ground. This is a this is a, a function of the power star diameter, and, yeah, and also is also, also for four uh, solar cell efficiencies, and our I, I think our best choice here is. Uh, with a 20% efficiency and a one kilometer power star. And this uh, this can provide uh, some 200 megawatts of power. What can you do I with 200 say. megawatts? Yeah, that's right. Explain and how it concentrates onto a surface. Yeah. Well, let me just mention this now. Pa power stars can disable ICBMs at any point in their trajectory. Immediate, in transit. And we'll we'll show that we'll discuss why that is in, in a minute. Uh, this is certainly a, a realization that uh, greatly increases the urgency for its rapid development. And you know, basically, uh, this is a a shield against global war. Right here, you know. The, the patents are out there. Who shall pick them up? 
who well, should pick up the shield? Yeah, you don't have to, Dave. You're talking to the Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> it's our Northrop Boeing mainly. And, as you as you said, what well, you know, why is this uh, invention uh you know uh, a guarantee a guarantor of global peace? And uh, as yes. I as you mentioned, my dad uh, well, my dad was a captain of artillery posted to Hiroshima just after the surrender. And uh, the horrors that he and others experienced make it hard to believe that our country would ever, in the future, start a thermonuclear war. Therefore, our country is the one and only that must have the power to prevent nuclear annihilation. Oh, incidentally, uh, there's an interesting story about how my dad became a captain of artillery and what he did in the war. But I'll I'll skip over that uh, unless somebody somebody wants to to, to hear the story <laughs> later on. <laughs> yeah, we're at quarter to seven, so we're almost yeah. So yeah, so you know, this obviously is an, an extended application beyond. Uh, uh, beyond uh, clean uh, space power, uh, and uh, uh, turn yeah, turn the page. Uh, now this this chart is the normalized power distribution on the target plane as a function of uh, the normalized radial distance from the rectenna, uh, say centroid. So Dave's uh, explaining how the energy from a large, large satellite hitting a missile, the kind of concentrated power it would receive. Okay, he has sure. this technical way. I'm trying to make it easy for everyone on Earth to know. You're going to get your ass kicked with the power of 130 suns. Well, yeah, you know, the point <laughs> is that, that if you're just a green, a green. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, out there at uh, geostationary orbit, uh, uh, this is designed uh, with a uh, power density of just a tenth of the sun, which which means uh, a hundred watts per square meter. Okay, but if you uh, say uh, are at uh, Mio or uh, something like a thousand kilometers. Uh, you see that uh, we have 130 suns, uh, and you know that's that's a lot. Uh, you and that and that's only one that. And he used numbers of a kilo because then everything's scalable to that size, where you based on area. So, yeah. and that doesn't include piggybacking satellites with power, which means you could increase that to how many satellites you got up there that you want to feed energy to. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, right. And uh, then there's uh, the, the idea that uh, PowerStar actually has a, a good uh, self-defense operation here. Uh, yeah, we got to show debris in there. That's that's Say this is a giant debris field, right? We want to go after the debris field and we send these around. This thing can just find them, and if it doesn't, let, it's not authorized. Burn up. Well, you know, uh, on the left-hand side here, in in this active mode, okay, all the power stars, microwave transmitters, emit a low power signal to create a nearly isotropic emitter. It's a it's a radar. Right. And when the space debris or an enemy missile approaches, the uh, radar radar return uh, signal fulfills the role of the pilot beacon. Then uh, again, via retrodirective transmission, PowerStar emits its high power beam, beam to vaporize the approaching threat. Yeah, you're not supposed to be there. That's right. I see you with my then, radar. Uh, our next chart shows- oh, I love this one. This is the two functions of how it how it can two function. yes the two functions yeah the upper left uh, is uh, it re re it's reminiscent of the Star Wars uh, uh, movie <laughs> <laughs> where you know the, the again the the power star is at a, a uh, higher uh, uh, altitude than uh, the 
debris object and uh, uh, the debris is is circulating uh, uh, anti-clockwise of course right. and uh, so you can see that uh, it's clear that uh, uh, irradiating that debris object will slow down its uh, its orbital velocity and then the other uh, uh, the other case is the lower left, uh, where you can actually boost an object uh, to a higher uh, 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 altitude. Like if we had a bunch of these strapped onto the ISS, we could pull it back up to its orbit again. But yeah, if you, it, you can look here uh, for, on the uh, the right side here. Uh, here's a. Uh, basically the, the height of the targets and here's the power star uh, altitude or height uh, and the numbers indicate uh, in this case one and two are deb debris clearance and you can see that uh, uh, the the targets are are go going down and crashing yeah <laughs> uh, and uh, and that's only one. If you piggyback, it's even more. Right. And then, of course, there's uh, orbital boosts. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, the, the nice thing, the, 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 the nice in, in, implication here is that you can see that, uh, uh, in, in fact, uh, uh, the uh, Power Star, uh, you know, basically, can operate like a uh, a photon rocket. Yeah, <laughs> you see, it's equal and opposite. <laughs> yeah, we could use that. Someday we'll be able to do this and use it for bringing asteroids to mine. Yes, that's right. Okay, so uh, this and... is this is my favorite because my brother-in-law Jim, Colonel Wimberly, he was in charge of the. Um, San Antonio base, right? As he's in charge of facilities for the whole base. And if he had this stuff around it, we're not there yet because we haven't developed it all yet. So, but if he did, you're protected. All our bases around the world, you're protected. You got to, I love this because you got your powerhouse here. You got the rugs on the ground doing exactly what you de defined. And then if you needed more power, you could power back into it. So, you can define it more, Dave, but I think this one's great because if any of you guys have went through any of our bases and you want to know that you're protected 100% without having to shoot missiles to get rid of everything, this is a good way, too. So, anyway, yeah. I just thought this is really cool. Yeah, yeah I think the... And critical the, infrastructure. The, 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 the depiction, uh, you know, announces itself. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, the evil fighter and evil missile. Right. <laughs> And this is where we are technologically. Like I said, integrated here, each independent one, we're up here on the independence technologies, but integrated down here. And you could see, I've already went through this. If you went to the SAMPI paper, it's all written. It's all explained in detail, just like you would any type of NASA yeah. or DOD program. This is the evolution of it. You would start simple, make it functional for everyone, tense. Like, you know, just like uh, all the tents in the war for Iraq, you know, Iran, Iran cost more than entire NASA's budget. So you just put it with this material and you put Piazzi or um, you put the Pareto. What is that one? <laughs> what is that film? The one we use in our in our spacesuits and you put that for cooling, heating and cooling. Right. And you create your own energy there and you protect the people that are in the tent. You put LEDs so you can light it up. That's evolution. Now you want to put it, and you want to put it on your trucks. Same, instead of moving, if you're, you still need to have, uh, you're always going to have older equipment that has to use different fuels. You want to wrap this baby, armor protected. This would be like an armor type protection, but it also has electromagnetic armor. Like what I had been able to work with uh, the future combat systems. This is electromagnetic armor. But the cool thing is it can receive and transmit. So you could actually power this to get more power. So 
it just has a lot of application. I I, I really want to see a flying airplane wrapped in this stuff, right? And send power to it. So, and also our entire grid system. And then the satellites, as we talked about, this is the evolutionary stepladder. That's all it is. And this would have been the simplest. This was a DOE thing. This would be the simplest thing um, that we would do for a proof of concept. This is my solar fabric test article. It's my backyard and it's just a, a Duffy electric boat. So, boy, if I could have tra energy transmitted, I, I could drive around forever. <laughs> Never, ever have to worry. Now, how do we do our proof of concept fast? Of course, everything is digital definition. We have to perform on the analysis. We got to select, of course, you do the material trade studies. You decide exactly which one's the best one. I think Dr. Strumling's trade study is the best formal trade study I've ever used. And it's used with the form, uh, on the future combat systems invented at General Dynamics. And... Um, Design test, manufacture test. I don't have time to go into this. We all know this technology by heart because everything we evolved and have built, we have to go through these anyway. And then we have our buddies at NASA help us with Goddard and Glenn. You guys help us do all this testing and development and make sure we can make this thing work. And I like Gabe to explain when he started the presentation, he mentioned each one of these, our existing expertise, and then, right. and, and we're, trying, yep. we're trying to, uh, we we suggest a a a, uh, a a path for rapid power star development. And yes, indeed, uh, I mean the, the first step is to is to find all the expertise in these uh, listed uh, uh, technologies. We know who they are. Yes, we do. Okay. Yes, we do. <laughs> and uh, then uh, assemble uh, this multidisciplinary team. Yeah, you got to build uh, it. Do and it. Try to do assemble it. and test the printing program, combining the four layers of PowerStar. Uh, assemble and test the roll-to-roll uh, -roll manufacturing, uh, balloon construction, uh, uh, and uh, gore production, and so on. Packaging for launch. And Atlas construction, yeah. Everyone, all of us guys in space, we know it's called Atlas, right? ATLS. Yeah. So, you know, we always want to deploy. You want to do. You never do one at a time. That's the dumbest thing in the world. You always do three tests right away. You do three at a time, and you even have competitions in them, like we do on our fighter jets and stuff. So and then the 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 final uh, stage, of course, is the launch and deployment of. Uh, Proximal, uh, first of all, putting them in, uh, say, a uh, thousand kilometer circular orbit and uh, test the missile and orbital de debris defense capability. In other words, shoot them, through, shoot them with uh, uh, missiles and see if they, live up <laughs> see to if they hold want. up. Right? Live up to the, what we, yeah, live up to what, the, what you advertise, right? Yes, and then uh, <laughs> and then find out if, what doesn't work. You might want to blow some up just to see where the failures go. We well, do, yes, that's true. We we always Absolutely. find where its ultimates are, right? Design versus reality. I mean, we do that with wings, missiles. Heck, you see SpaceX doing it all the time. That's he knows. That's what we have to do. Engineers have to do that. So, yes, and then wait, whoa, 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 oh, we're going wait, back. Wait, we're still wait, on that. No, wait, that wait, chart. no, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. So that if that works, uh, we uh, we uh, uh, turn the uh, uh, power star into a uh, uh, a photon rocket, get it to geostationary by itself, and test the trans uh, power transmission on several rectennas and so on. Right. And I just want to say this, okay, with success. Just imagine our president can become the emperor of the world. Without a doubt. A good shepherd bringing liberty and peace to all peoples. One world united and indivisible. Amen to that. Um, we're well, at... That's my last chart. 
we're at we're at a break point and it's actually the seven o'clock point um i if if i can keep the thing running it'll be recorded so people if you're i know you're tired on the on the east coast it's seven o'clock so it's 10 o'clock your time i'm going to keep this recording but i'm going to put on a break so people could take a rest just a quick bathroom break and uh and i'm going to go and finish it up so it's all on the recording for those who want to stay and hang out great for those who don't god bless merry christmas we love you and we look forward to seeing you in the near future now we're going to take a break because it's the right thing to do for everyone Plus, I need to, honestly. <laughs> I'll be right back. Dave, we have a break if you want. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Well, oh, oh, yeah. There comes a time. When we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one, there are people dying. Oh, and it's time to lend a hand to life. The greatest gift of all. And we there by day. That's a one. Somewhere we'll soon make a change. And our lives will be stronger and free. As God has shown us, find turning stone to bread. And so we all must then a helping hand. We are. Love you, Michael. But if you Hey, Sean. Yes, sir. Yeah, is it okay if I uh, drop off? off? You bet, buddy. I know it's late for you over there. Yeah. I'm at nice. 7 o'clock my time. So good night, Dr. Dave. I'm going to wrap it up. And so it's on a recording. And I'm going to do it really quick. So thank you for all your help. God bless and good night. Okay. And thank you for all your help, Dr. Dave. Okay, let's see now. Wait a minute. Okay. How do Thanks, I? Buddy. How do I? How do I? Thanks, oh, wait. Thanks this for saving way. the world. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. Thank we'll you. See you. Okay. Well. See you, buddy. Bye bye.
So we have to walk the back of the We're the same in our It's true, and it's a day. Just you with me. Hey, my birthday brother. Love you, Lionel. I'm going to conclude at the end of this. All right. Well, I am concluding this presentation for now, everybody. As you can see, I have a lot more to go. So... There's weather control, there's definition, there's war tactics. All that will be done at another time. We love you. God bless you. God bless all our Space Force guardians. And we want to make you all look like superheroes. So let's come together. Let me complete this session three at another time. Have a wonderful night and a great day at tomorrow's meeting. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas and good night. Love you guys.